Okay, this is the portion of Vayaka Pupu Day of Thursday. Whenever there's a combined Parsha, a week of two Parshios, two Torah portions, the point of combination is always on Wednesday. And extended Monday, Tuesday is always the first portion. Thursday, Friday, Shabbos is always the second. And Wednesday is always the combination. So now that it's for Thursday, we're already in the second Parsha of the Kude. Today's very short because there's more Rashi and it's all the rest of verses. And what we're saying is we're listing here everything they made, meaning in the portion of Vayakel. We have here four portions concerning the tabernacle. In Truma, God commands Moses all of the basic structure of vessels, primarily, of the tabernacle. In Titzave, God commands Moses primarily the garments of the priest. In Vayakel and the Kude, we have the fulfillment of these commands. Vayakel, Moses, relays all this to the Jewish people, and they gather and donate all the supplies, and we have the beginning of the making of all of these acts, everything, the tabernacle. And in Pekude, we have the accounting of everything that was donated and what happened with it. So we're up to chapter 39, verse 2. And this is basically a listing of he made, he made, he made, he made, he made, he made, he made. He made the aphos of gold, turquoise wool, and purple wool, and scarlet wool, and twisted linen. They spread thin the sheets of gold and cut strands to work into the turquoise wool, and into the purple wool, and into the scarlet wool, and into the linen, the work of an artist. The rush explains very interestingly what they did here with this gold. So they flattened it, and then they cut it into very, very thin plates that they actually would spin the gold into the threads of the other varieties of, mirror, of material for which the priestly garments were made. So they're cutting these very, very, very thin strands of gold. And with each material, they would have six strands of the material, six threads of the material, and one thread of gold. So they had Six threads of turquoise wool with a thread of gold. Six threads of scarlet wool with a thread of gold. Six threads of purple wool with a thread of gold. So the gold was a seventh thread in each of these individual things, which means you have then seven of the wool and seven of the purple wool and seven of the scarlet wool and the linen. The seven times four is 28, which means that ultimately every thread is really comprised of 28 strands, four separate materials, each of which has six threads to one of gold. And all of this together becomes one very thick, obviously, thread, so to speak, or wool, which is really comprised of 28 thin strands. They made it, and that is the one Rashi in the section. They made attached shoulder straps for it, attached to its two ends, the chesha that beautifies it, which is on it, it, it is of it, like its work, of gold, turquoise wool, and purple wool, and scarlet wool, and twisted linen, as God commanded Moses. They made, this is all describing the apron, with now this is the shoulder straps of the choshen on the apron, which we discussed in the portion of Tzavah. They made the shoham stone, surrounded by gold settings, and braid like engraving of a signet with the names of the sons of Israel, Place them on the shoulder shafts of the ephod, remembrance stones for the children of Israel as God had commanded Moses. Here we have now the, stro- the shoulder straps 
with these two shoham stones, which are translated as onyx stones, with all the names of Israel, of the children, of tribes, engraved in these two stones. Now we're talking about making the choshen, which is attached to these shoulder straps with these shoham stones. He made the, sho- the choshen the work of an artist, like the work of the ephod, of gold, and turquoise wool, and purple wool, and scarlet wool, and twisted linen, exactly the same concept. The four different materials, each of which has these six threads plus one of gold, creating ultimately 28 threads in this material. It was a square folded. They make the choshen, a zeris its length, and a zeris its width folded. They filled it with four rows of stones, a row of odem and pitadem barekes, one row. The second row, nofech, sapir, yahalom. The third row, leshem, shavu, and achlama. The fourth row, tarshish, shoham, v'yashveh. In circles called settings and their fillings, the stones were according to the names of the sons of Israel, 12 according to their names, like the engraving of a signet, each man by his name for the 12 tribes. So in the Shoham stones, where we have two, one on each shoulder of the high priest, we have six names and six names. And now in this breastplate, the Hoshan, we have 12 stones, and each stone has individually the name of a tribe. Now we have to attach this breastplate with these 12 stones, within which, behind which is material that's folded over within the fold. In the parchment is God's name, which illuminated and gave it its enormous spiritual powers as through this breastplate God would talk to the Jews via the high priest. So we're attaching this breastplate to these shoham stone shoulders. For the choshen, they made chains at the edges of cable work of pure gold. They made two gold settings and two gold rings, and they put the two rings on the two ends of the choshen. They put the two golden cables on the two rings at the ends of the choshen. And the two ends of the two cables they put on the two settings, they put them on the shoulder shafts of the ephod toward its face. So they attach through rings and golden chains, they linked the breastplate, the choshen, with the shoulders of the ephod of the apron, which had at the end of each shoulder resting on these shoulders, these two shoham stones. They made two golden rings and placed them on the two ends of the choshen and its edge that faces the ephod inwards. They made two golden rings and put them on the two shoulder shafts at the bottom, where it's faced opposite, it seems, above the cheshav of the ephod. And the same way they did this on the top, where they had the two rings and then the two golden chains attaching the top of the choshen, the breastplate, to the two shoulders of the apron of the priest with those two shoham stones. So they did the same thing on the bottom. They had the golden rings and they had the golden chains attaching the breastplate, the choshen, to the top of the waist of the ephod, which was a sort of ornate belt-like attachment. Not a separate belt, but like the top of the ephod, the top of the apron, was this ornate belt that was attached by these golden chains, these golden cables, to the breastplate. They bound the choshen from its rings to the rings of the ephod with turquoise woolen string. To be in the cheshav of the ephod, and the choshen will not be detached from the ephod, the ephod is the apron, as God commanded Moses. So I'm sorry, it's saying here that on the top, the breastplate is attached to the shoulders through these golden chains, and on the bottom, the breastplate is attached to the belt of the apron through these turquoise woolen strings. And that is the portion of today.